visiting with Public Service Commissioner Tim Eccles on this July 19th. Tim, it's good to see you again. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for everything you guys do here. How solid is the electric grid in Georgia to handle the summer heat? Yeah, you know, you hear about things like rolling blackouts in California, the issues they had in Texas, and, you know, that certainly hasn't gone unnoticed by us. We've bo- we bolstered our reserve margin. Our commission added another six natural gas uh, power purchase agreements, essentially leases. Vogel 3 will be on the grid by the end of July at 100%. Vogel 4 just behind it by the end of the year. Uh, so, Scott, I just feel like that in these days, the, the mantra with me is capacity is king, meaning that we need more capacity, more, more than we actually think we need because we've got companies coming in like Hyundai and Rivian, the suppliers, we've got electric vehicles. You've just got to be prepared for that or you can't do that. You wrote a letter to the editor recently about the value of keeping at least one coal-powered plant available. Talk to me about that. Yeah, we got two big coal plants that we run, one down in Juliet, Georgia, near Macon, and one up in Cartersville. And the thing is, Scott, these plants have been running a long time. They've got the the latest and greatest pollution controls on them. We've already paid for all of that. And to close a what we call baseload power plant prematurely, when we don't know the impact of a million electric vehicles in Georgia, which we're projected to have by 2030, it just seems a little bit foolhardy to me to quickly get out because of climate change or global warming uh, and, and the fear of that when I know for a fact that we've got two gigawatts of power in the pipeline that we're going to need and reliability is going to be jeopardized if we close these, these baseload plants. Uh, are you satisfied with the progress? You mentioned uh, the nuclear expansion at Plant Vogel. Are you satisfied with the progress and uh, what utility customers are paying for? We've paid all the interest up front, so that's done. Uh, the capital costs are going in. You know, I, if I had it to do over again, if I knew that Westinghouse was going to go bankrupt and you know change the nature of our contract from a fixed and firm contract to a time and materials contract, I, I might have asked it to be structured differently. But is impossible to predict that a company as stalwart as Westinghouse could be bankrupted just to get out of a Georgia contract. And that's exactly what's what's happened. So I think in the end, we'll be glad that we have it. It's, it's really gone from being a great deal, Scott, to kind of just a good deal now. But I think given the fact that we need the power, that it's going to be more and more mandated to be carbon free, we're going to be glad we've got those nuclear units that don't produce not a single ton of carbon. We're speaking with Georgia Public Service Commissioner Tim Eccles. This caught our attention. Tim Bloomberg reporting that that North American Electric Reliability, one of their corporate VPs, tells the Congressional Committee that China represents an increasing threat to the U.S. power grid, and, and he warned of a cyber attack that could affect the military and other sensitive sites. Is that on your radar, and is that a concern here? Yeah, not only the cyber attack, I mean, we've, we've beefed up our plants. You know, Plant Vogel cannot be attacked. It's not connected to the grid. So something like a nuclear plant would be, you know, the, the most vulnerable in terms of accidents and things if people were able to hack into it. So we that plant and that control room completely off off the, you know, Internet grid, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Our other plants, we've taken great measures to secure those, all kinds of two-factor authentications for employees working there, different things. 
So I do think it is a concern, and, and we've got to be vigilant uh, on that. And then, of course, you've, the EMPs, I mean, there have been books about it. Newt Gingrich has talked about this, you know, an, an electric pulse that could be fired into a substation and fry all the electronics. Uh, I know Dominion is hardening some of the substations near Washington, D.C. with concrete barriers around them so that folks would not be able to uh, to do that. I know when the spy balloon came over, people were thinking, well, what if it had an EMP? And uh, so there's all kind of conspiracy theories out there. But the fact of the matter is that te- technology exists and we've got to consider it. And that's a, a Department of Defense responsibility. So they've, you know, they've got that going. They tell us what we need to do in order to harden this or that. And we p- we pay very close attention to it. Tell me about your intent to resurrect a public service project from your youth. 1977. Let's get in the Wayback Machine. What yeah. are you talking about doing? In the Wayback Machine, WSB sponsored a glass recycling contest for Atlanta high schools with a cash prize. And I was president of North Clayton High School in College Park at the time. And we, I sent football players out to Virginia Avenue, dumpster diving in bars, collecting glass. I mean, it, there was nothing safe about the way we did it in 77. We're going to change that for this contest. But we're going to be offering a cash prize for a student council that gathers the most glass in the month of October of $2,500, second prize for $1,000. So if schools are interested in participating, then just reach out to me at the commission or at Tim at timeckles.com. We'd love to have them participate will be the ultimate recipient of the glass and we'll take it down in an electric box truck all the way to Valdosta with probably state patrol escort and really have fun with it with lots of electric cars leading the way and deliver all of this glass down there to be recycled and made into new glass. Well, thanks for everything you do, and, and thanks for all the great programming you do on our sister station, WGAU, in Athens uh, with your Energy Matters program. It's statewide now, isn't it? Yes, that's right. People can just go to uh, anywhere they get their podcast, Energy Matters with Commissioner Eccles, and sign up, and uh, we'll push that, uh, that broadcast out to you This originally broadcast on WGAU. Tim Eccles, it's always good to see you. Thank you. Thank you.